Shalom, this is Yara ben Emmet again with another exciting edition of the Torah Watchman Podcast channel. Thank you so much for my listening audience. I'm spiking new heights of glory, yes, in the analytics of everything else. I want you to know just by listening to me, I get two pennies. That's not a lot, but it has a multiplier when you add it around the world and people just listen to my videos. There's small little advertisements there because nothing is for free. I could always appreciate your donations for this because it takes a lot of time and effort. The books I have to buy, the research and time, and all the resources I have to borrow from and I vet with to be able to get you good podcasts there that's useful. You can share it out to your friends and neighbors, right? Anyway, hope you're well. The title of this um, podcast edition is the importance of understanding Jewish roots in the context of historical reality. Yes, that's kind of a long title, but what I'm going to get into, and I hate to, the slippery slope of getting into scandalous themes, controversial themes, but listen, to talk about Emmett Truth 24-7, every single day, every month of the year, and try to be as truthful as you can, that's what it means to be Orthodox and Jewish. That's what Hasidim of Agadah means. It means Orthodox and truthfulness. So I won't give you the truth, okay? First of all, let me provide a context of things, okay? Throughout Jewish history, going back to the Torah, the prophets of old, the sacred writings, you can read in First and Second Chronicles, you can read in uh, all the annals of the kings, of the Davidic kings of Israel, we actually had less righteous kings, like King Hezekiah, the most righteous king that's ever lived, never will live again, versus evil kings, evil kings, like King Ahaz, you know, in the time, uh, in the time of Isaiah, I mean, uh, Isaiah, in, in that time, Isaiah, uh, uh, during that time and age there, a very evil polytheistic king. I mean, he only used the temple for his own bias and political purposes and installed Baal worship, pagan idols, and things of that nature. That's just one example. Our Jewish history, unfortunately, is dominated by false messiahs, by, by Jews that are actually Benedict Arnolds, like, like the Jew that actually crossed over to the north the time of Hezekiah to try to work a, a pogrom against the Judeans in, in that time. You can read about that, okay? But what I'm talking about now, you know, there are many personalities out there that are Jewish that I don't like, I utterly despise, like I de despise Yasser Arafat, I despise Mahud Abbas, and all the haters of, of Judaism and Jews around the world. If you're in the enemy's camp, and you're saying the same messaging as the, the fake Palestinians are, and you're echoing that messaging, you know, you are already in the enemy's camp. You may say, I'm not part of that terrorist organization. I'm not part of that program against the Jews. I'm not part of anti-Semitism. But if you're saying the same things that you hear coming from Mahodabas, that you hear coming from Hamas, that you hear coming from Hezbollah, Hamas, Palestinian supporters, even in New York City, you're already in the enemy's camp, so you have to be careful. It's been said before, the greatest of all anti-Semites are our fellow Jews. That is a very sad indictment 
Okay, I'm saying it because it's truthful. I'm the only person that's saying this. I'm not judging anyone in particular. But now I'm gonna err on the on the um, uh, the slippery slope here. The, the err on the side of caution at the same time, so I don't fall completely down the hill. You heard um, <clears throat> you heard Vladimir Putin's main argument for invading Ukraine, which is actually illegal. Yeah, in the 21st century, you cannot arbitrarily invade any country's territory. Um, unless in the past, if you're the United States, of course, we were attacked by the Japanese in, not, in December 1941, Pearl Harbor was destroyed and we got us into World War II. FDR was very reluctant for that. Of course, we had to invade uh, Nor- uh, Northern Europe, Normandy, and everything else to, to, to defeat uh, the Third Reich, the Nazi war machine, and everything else. Of course, you know, we got involved in South Korea. We went there. We actually, according to North Koreans there, we invaded that territory. Uh, the police action. We did not declare war against Korea in any way. We just went there, right? And we and combated. Uh, we killed people. We had people that were lost to Vietnam was a complete disaster, okay? Not that our veterans were not patriots and the heroes, and they were, but the politics behind it were a complete disaster. We went there, left Vietnam, we invaded southern Vietnam, and then we left there because of politics, because Nixon wanted to be reelected, and it was not popular to have the draft in that time in our country, uh, you know. And then he, he ordered a retreat, and pretty much about 7 million uh, South Vietnamese were exterminated by the Viet Cong. Now, of course, I can go into Iraq, version one, version two. We went there twice. We invaded that land. We invaded Afghanistan because the Taliban and Al Qaeda government's uh, organization there, because of 9 11, we had justification, the world support for that. A lot of these things, uh, uh, the United States has been accused for a lot of things. George Walker Bush is actually accused of committing crimes against humanity. I guess it depends on what side of history you are. I mean, even uh, our revolutionary troops that declared independence in the 13 colonies back in 1776 from the English monarchy, the Redcoats, the King of England, said that we were traitors. And of course, you know, during many different wars and, and uh, between uh, Spain and us, we, you know, the Alamo and Texas, we actually annex large areas of 2,000 miles or more of land from Texas. We just pretty much took the land at will. I mean, I'm not going to mention the, the defeat of the Cherokee Nation, the Sioux, the Crows, and other Native Americans. We defeated them and pretty much left them uh, to uh, exist in poverty and drug addiction and alcoholism. It's horrible indictment against our country. I mean, it's more relativism, okay? I'm a proud American. I support my government. I, as a veteran, a 20-year veteran, I swore to defend the Constitution from enemies within and without. I, I have the American flag outside my home, Israeli flag outside my home. That's the kind of person I am. But I am very honest. I'm very brutally honest, okay? Now, getting back to the war between Ukraine and the Russian Federation, Putin claimed that he, that his invasion, at least part of the rationale and business case for going to Ukraine, was a denazization of Ukraine. I don't even know if that's a word, but but you know, uh, if you hear this on face, it sounds absolutely absurd and ridiculous. Okay, because the the president there is a Jew. I mean, he may not be a proud Jew, but he's definitely an ethnic Jew. Uh, I mean, he's born of a Jewish father, at least. I, I think his mother was Jewish. It's not for me to judge. 
but you know his uh, his great uncle, his uh, grandfather, and other people died and were murdered in the Holocaust, just like my relatives were. Okay, so you you have empathy for someone immediately if someone if, if they're a Jew, and especially if they're a president and elevated that right, uh, even over, over a Gentile uh, nation like Ukraine. You still give them the benefit of doubt. I mean, even my Jewish learning and other things, you know, they treat uh, Zelensky as like another George Washington, right? Another Paul Revere, another, uh, you know, patriot from our annals of our history. Captain America, I've even seen, I've seen the most incredibly ludicrous thing. I mean, this guy was a comedian, a vulgar comedian. He actually played a television sitcom in Ukraine as the president of Ukraine. And then he became the president through a landslide victory because of George Soros gave him all that money and the Obama food chain there went all the money and we've been given a military funding and everything else ever since that time because we hated Russian influence. We, um, we hate uh, Russian oligarchs or Russian-friendly politicians in Ukraine at all. I mean, the hatred of Russia is systemic as part of the American way since the Cold War era. I guess we, did, uh, we forgot how they helped us to defeat the Nazis in World War II. They lost about 10 to 15 or more million people and uh, uh, defeating the Nazis uh, by liberating Moscow. We're coming up to D-Day, I think, May the 9th. But anyway, history is history, and may history be our guide. Back to Putin declaring, I'm going into Ukraine, and I'm going to denazize the government, the CAB, the government, the parliament, all that, uh, Zelensky, President Zelensky. Okay? Now, it's offensive to say that a Jew is a neo-Nazi. Okay? I do not believe that President Zelensky is a Nazi. I don't believe um, uh, he has a Nazi flag outside his home. Um, he, he may have decided to convert over Christianity. That's between him and his maker. Uh, he, he's a half marriage, has children, uh, all Christians and everything else. No one knew he was a Jew until this invasion started. Then he started advertising uh, his relatives that were murdered in the Holocaust. Okay, it is what it is. It's all politics. But what, what uh, Putin was saying and what I did not know until the errant missile that struck Bob... Bobby Yard. I don't want to get into that, but there are 33,000 Jews that were murdered within two days, the space of two days, by Ukrainian uh, security police and Stefan Bandera's influences upon that nationalistic um, government and security forces there. They actually turned over the Jews from Kiev. About 200,000 Jews are there. And anyone, anyway, the Nazis, they helped the Nazis. The Nazis, no way, no way. They were fighting multiple battles since 1933 in Europe. And uh, 1941, there's no way they could have uh, rounded up thousands of Jews to exterminate them and shoot them in the back of the head, then hide all the evidence uh, by burying the dead and everything else or burning the bones unless they had help from the locals there. So, uh, listen, we can forgive so much. We've forgiven Germany at large today. We don't talk about Germany as being Nazis, per se. In fact, it's illegal to even have a shrine or memorial to any kind of Nazi figure in the past. In fact, uh, Adolf Hitler was actually his home place he was born. It's been turned into a museum or, or business or something. I can't remember. But even, I want to add, Stefan Bandera is a well-known... Uh, ultra right-wing uh, neo-Nazi um, conspirator with Adolf Hitler. At one time, he wanted Ukraine to be part of the Third Reich. 
it is what it is, and may uh, hindsight's 2020. But anyway, there's a memorial for Stefan Bandera in Germany today. In Germany today, even though he is historically known as a neo-Nazi or a Nazi uh, conspirator, they're all in Poland too, in Lithuania, and uh, you know I don't want to get in all of this. What I want to point out here, okay? There's a big firestorm of arguing between uh, rabbinical authorities, uh, Jews, Israeli. Uh, um, administration official because of a Russian foreign minister pretty much said there's a white elephant in the room we went into Ukraine to denazize uh, Ukraine's central government which is Kev okay what he was talking about is the Azov Battalion again I have podcasts I don't get in details but before February 24 2022 this year they were known as a foreign terrorist organization, and there were numerous uh, um, uh, complaints before the UN, uh, Am- Am- um, Amnesty International, uh, other uh, human rights groups, uh, all this stuff um, against the Azov Army and, bat- and battalion, whatever you call them. They were headquartered in uh, uh, Maripol, in Maripol, in the south, in the south. Um, uh, eastern part of Ukraine, a big port city there that you hear about the steel factory and everything. That's their headquarters, okay? That's their headquarters. But when Baba Yar, what the missile struck there, I started researching history behind that. Then I found out about the Azov, a far right nationalistic uh, group there that actually was part of that government at its very beginnings in 1991 when Boris Yeltsin said, Yeah, I'll give you Ukraine. Okay, you can have it. We give up. But anyway, um, the Azov army is more than just 900 elite troops. They actually are embedded in every single aspect of Zelensky's armed forces. He's Air Force, Navy, Marines, whatever, his guard. They have elements of the Azov are, are, are throughout his government. And what I have a problem with Zelensky is he knows what I'm saying is true. This is factually supported. It's not my opinion. The Azov is in every single aspect of his government, in his command structures. There's even, uh, you hear about oligarchs in Russia. Well, there's oligarchs in, in Ukraine, too, in the parliament. They actually secretly support the Azov and fund them and everything else. Folks, these people are killers. They torture prisoners. Uh, they shot Russian uh, soldiers, uh, prisoners of war in the legs. Uh, there's even a video there where they, sh- that they actually killed a prisoner. They actually tortured uh, ethnic Russians and the uh, and the Donbass area in the eastern side of Ukraine. They've been known to torture um, and kill and arrest uh, or look the other way when when someone is being raped or being uh, property stolen. They've actually occupied property from Ukrainians, like apartment building, to use for staging for military combat uh, combat battles with the Russians. That's why a lot of these apartment buildings were destroyed by uh by putin's forces okay so this foreign minister in russia and i don't know i'm drunk i'm sorry but i'm building a picture a foreign minister i can't remember his name in russia made a comment off the cuff and he's talked about the denazization of ukraine's government he accuses Zelensky for supporting these nazis always said he's not a nazi but he looks the other direction. Maybe he's paid to look the other direction. Maybe people secretly put money in his bank account. Maybe he just don't want to acknowledge it. Listen, he's never proven to be a proud Jew. He's converted to Christianity, married a Christian wife, raises his children Christ- 
to each their own. As there's a lot of Jews that have, have converted to Buddhism and, and whatever in Islam. But it is what it is. But even though Zelensky is not by definition a Nazi, or but he indirectly supports neo-Nazism in his own government, in his parliament, and throughout the armed forces in his command and control to do warfare uh, to protect the interests of the Ukraine's the Ukrainian people. Um, so that is established and it's fact, it's truth. It's not my opinion here, okay? Now, on a lasting in conclusion, uh, this foreign minister, he got in a lot of trouble. He actually was recalled to Israel. They had dialogue and everything else. What was so scandalous about what he's pointing out here? He said, even Adolf Hitler, who murdered six million Jews, came from Jewish roots. He said, I think he came from Jewish roots. Now, again, on face value, that sounds incredible. It sounds incredulous, right? But if you go to the History Channel, you'll see something talking about actually his, his grandfather and his father's side was actually a Jew, okay? This is something he hid for a long time. He was an illegitimate child, bastard child, uh, mother, mother got pregnant, whatever, no, no marriage agreement, anything. It is what it is, and a lot of things happened like that during that time. Uh, but anyway, um, you think about why did Adolf Hitler hate the Jews so much? Maybe because he hated that part of himself. I don't know. I do not know. But we know that it's the worst of, of anti-Semites are our Jewish brothers and sisters. Can you say George Soros? Can you say Zuckerberg? Okay. Can you say Bernie Sanders? Can you say Bernie Madoff? Can you say Schumer and all these other people that they fancify that, you know, they get out in front of people and they, and they wear a keeper when it's good for a publicity stunt, but they are our worst of enemies. And most Orthodox rabbis would say these are villains. These are villains in jury. And they make our life miserable. And they, they impugn our witness. And I have to be in a position to explain why people like George Soros is the kind of Jew that he, that he is. Okay? Uh, you know, it is what it is. But for the foreign minister, he's not a Jew. He has no right to talk about the Holocaust unless he's reporting history. But again, I found this story in history. History.com also found it in Fox News. Now, give me a moment. I'm going to cross over here. And believe it or not, there is a research study that suggests Adolf Hitler had Jewish and African ancestors. This was written by Jeannie Cohen, okay? Updated August 29, 2018, okay? Uh, Adolf Hitler may have, may have had Jewish and African ancestors based on his ethnicity, okay? This is based on a uh, recent DNA analysis against a haplogroup. Uh, known as E1B1B. My haplogroup by my father is E1B1BA. Uh, it's slightly different. But anyway, um, uh, my father's family is from uh, the northern mountains of Morocco, the Berbers, Sephardic Jews that were there during that time in the Mediterranean. Anyway, uh, so they, actually, uh, Adolf Hitler, uh, his uh, relatives, um, cousins, uh, great nephews and people like that. Uh, one person in New York uh, volunteered uh, for saliva testing uh, for DNA analysis, and sure enough, they found this haplogroup here. This haplogroup is known among the Berber tribes in Morocco. It said that Algeria, Libya, and Tunisia. Okay, get this. Uh, this haplogroup is present in 18 to 20 percent of Ashkenazi Jews, predominantly European Jews, and 8.6 all the way to 30 percent of Sephardic Jews. So, in other words, Hitler's family tree may have included 
Jewish and African ancestors. I hope I didn't lose you by saying that. But again, a Jew wrote this article. You can find us in Fox News about Adolf Hitler's remote connections to Jewish ancestry. Um, we don't like to talk about things that make us look bad, that make us feel bad sometimes, but I am not politically correct. I hold people accountable to the same standard of truth that I hold myself and I look at my beautiful, handsome face in the mirror every morning. I have to live with that witness. This is about not imputing that witness. I'm not for Putin. What is happening in warfare is horrific to the Ukrainian people. Uh, this war was completely avoidable. Uh, it did not have to happen. And now we're talking about being on the precipice of World War III. Okay, this is extremely dangerous what's happening. Uh, we continue sending advanced uh, technology and military hardware to Ukraine to help them to kill Russians, okay? And uh, of course, Russia takes that very seriously and they actually are in a position of declaring war against Ukraine and to activate up to 2 million reservists. So this is getting, it's already out of control and this will get much worse before it's better, okay? Again, the United States, Biden, I respect the office of presidency, but this is foolish and reckless and incompetence. We did not have to get into this war. The same areas that Russia will annex outright in eastern Ukraine, the same areas that were in dispute back to 2010, the, uh, the coup, the civil unrest in 2014, uh, when uh, Ukrainian citizens firebombed their own capital, when, uh, when the U.S. went in and organized that coup by Obama, President Obama. Listen, it's been going on for a long time. So, you know, whatever that uh, caused Biden to walk away, Zelensky to walk away from the conference and meeting for over peace and compromise in January, well, Russia is going to get what they asked for in the first place and the loss of thousands of people's lives. And that's the most sad and tragic part. You know, I mean, there are five million refugees in Ukraine. Some of these people come to the United States are all over the place, and their homes are destroyed. And some of these Ukrainians will never be able to go peacefully back to Eastern Ukraine. Uh, this is very sad indictment that, you know, choices have consequences. And the history, if it's ignored, it will be a bigger negative outcome in the end. Shalom Aleichem, Yarab and Emmet. Please share the knowledge of wealth and truth to everyone you know, I'm here for you, a watchman on a hill that will not be hid. I will not be silenced. I have a big, big megaphone as, as a, a veteran, and I want to get the story uh, right from the very beginning. Please vet me. Please send me an email to yarabenemmet at gmail.com with your questions and concerns for this informational um, podcast report to you. Shalom Aleichem.